Welcome to the GeoMob Podcast, where we discuss geo-innovation in any and all forms, whether for fun or profit. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the GeoMob Podcast. Very excited about today's guest, uh, who is Ben Abelshausen. He spoke at a London GeoMob, I think it was about a year ago or so, about his company. Um, but... That, that is not why he's the guest here today on the show, but rather I've invited him here today in his role as one of the organizers of State of the Map Europe, which is coming up in November. It's going to be um, in Antwerp from the 10th to the 12th of November, uh, being organized by the uh, Belgian OpenStreetMap community, of which um, Ben is, is one of the leaders. So um, great to have you here, Ben. Welcome to the show. Thanks, thanks for having me um, and for the opportunity to well promote State of the Map Europe, of course. Maybe um, we could start by you could very briefly introduce yourself and what you do and how you got into OpenStreetMap and, and what your role is. Uh, so, um, well, I got into OpenStreetMap because I needed data um, and I thought OpenStreetMap was this absolutely absurd, crazy idea that would never work. Um, and then I started experimenting with, with the data to build a route planner. Um, and, but by the time my route planner was finished, the data improved so much that we just continued using OpenStreetMap. And from that time, I rolled into it. And now, well, it's, it's like 15 years later or something. And I'm still doing it. Time flies when you're having fun. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Very nice. And so now you're one of the organizers of State of the Map Europe. Yeah, so, yeah, crazy ideas, um, because I also organized a state of the map with, um, with OpenStreetMap Belgium in 2016. Um, yes, I, I attended, I attended. Yeah, and back then it was, well, we were very small, it was me and then a few other people who, who basically made up OpenStreetMap Belgium, and I had to pretty much be the local guy uh, by myself. So I would swore never ever to organize a state of the map again because it was so much work for me. Um, but now we, we are a lot bigger, we have more people um, and we thought, well, let's go for it and, and, and try and organize state of the map Europe this year. So, so what, what can attendees expect? What, what will be happening at state of the map Europe? Uh, well, we, we sort of, um, we, we looked at past State of the Map events. So if you've been to one, it should, you should recognize um, the format um, and the event um, pretty well. Um, so we, we also looked a lot at uh, last year, the International State of the Map 2022 in Firenze. Um, and yeah, what can you expect? We have a, we have a packed program, we have a social, social activities. Uh, and there will be, um, and it's a good thing that we managed to do that, there will also be room and space for birds of a feather stuff, um, breakout rooms, all of that stuff that you are used to at, at a state of the map. And where exactly will the, the conference be? At a university or some sort of event? No, no, it will be. So we, we first planned on getting a very cheap venue at the university or something like that. But because of the date, um, in, in November, it was very difficult to get a university because, well, obviously classes are going on. Um, so, yeah, that didn't happen. So we had to go for a commercial venue and it's uh, at Blue Point um, in Antwerp. I, I have been to Antwerp, but it has been, I don't know, at least more than 10 years. So it is a wonderful city. Um, 
Yeah, I loved it. So that being said, I have to admit, I was not there in November. I went kind of in the summer. So also something that that we we made a mistake uh, a couple of times to to say, oh, let's do this outside, let's do that outside, because most of the organizing was done during, well, summer, spring. Uh, so, but it's going to be quite different in November, unfortunately. How can you uh, can you give us any numbers? How many people are you expecting to attend then? Well, we have room for 400 um, and we hope to reach that number. Um, and well, no, it's actually not true. We have 400 tickets on sale. We have room for 500, um, but we hope to have 400 people there. That's the goal or the target number. Fantastic. And, and from all over the world? From all, I mean, have people started registering? Have, uh... Well, yeah, so um, people have started registering. And I think we're about 10% um, of the way. <laughs> but uh, we know that people register very late. The early birds tickets are also about to end. Um, so it's a bit, uh, yeah, we will see. But uh, I'm pretty confident we will get a lot of people there. Uh, it won't be a problem. Very nice. And, and any... Will, will there be any keynote speakers or any any big headliners that we should be looking for, or, or is it more uh, we, focus on the community kind of and the interaction with the attendees? Yeah, so we don't have a keynote yet, so we're still still a bit searching for for someone or something to do. There will be a little bit different from from a regular Sotom. There will be a, an opening event sort of on Friday, um, so we are still. Uh, looking for a good format, uh, what to do there. Um, is there going to be a keynote? Is the keynote going to be on Saturday or on Friday? We're not sure yet. So we're still exploring options, um, but we will, yeah, we will, we will definitely have someone interesting there. Um, there is also, well, we, we had some keynote candidates, but we just moved them to the program now. So any any particular topics that are going to be a focus of the talks or and more more generally i mean you you are someone who's been very active in OpenStreetMap, as you said for 15 years now so what what do you, what do you think are the topics that the community particularly in europe needs to be discussing and grappling with <laughs> well as as you as you know because it's been a topic on the podcast as well for for a few times you have the overture maps foundation which is a, a big topic in the OSM community now, I'm sure a lot of people will be talking about it and what it means for OpenStreetMap. Me personally, I find that less interesting because I think it doesn't change that much for OpenStreetMap. I think I, I would really love to focus on, on, on the, the huge impact OpenStreetMap has uh, in general because I think people from inside the project underestimate this part. Um, so they're they're if in, in my work, I see OpenStreetMap everywhere all the time. Um, it's the only map being used. There is no real alternative anymore. Um, so I think it's it's something that people in the OSM community sometimes forget. And I think we should we should yeah we should appreciate that part of OpenStreetMap more. Well, I think that may also be a function of the fact that uh, OpenStreetMap, frankly, is excellent in in Belgium in 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 the Benelux region in Northern Europe, that's not quite the case everywhere yet. I mean, there are some, you know, many areas where OpenStreetMap is, obviously every, every map is out of date, but OpenStreetMap is particularly lacking in some areas, in, even in Europe. I mean, I would say in Southern Europe, 
it's not that every address is in there, um, or certainly also POIs, uh, which I think POI coverage is probably pretty good in in Belgium, Netherlands, that kind of area of the world. But but in Southern Europe, it's definitely it's not quite there. So. You're you're absolutely right, and and it's not to say that there is not work left. Um, otherwise, it would be a pretty boring thing to keep doing. Um, but I, I I still think even though even with all of all of uh, everything that we have now that the impact is already big. I think it can only improve. And I think Overture, I think it will be a plus for OpenStreetMap. The data that will come out of it, I think it will improve the project in general. That's my opinion. Yeah, I'm quite, I'm quite hopeful there as well. I mean, basically, I, I just see Overture as a path whereby more people start using OpenStreetMap. And so the more that people use it, the, the more you depend on it, the more of an incentive you have to fix it, to contribute, yep. to understand how it works. And, and eventually it draws more and more people into the project. So, Yeah, that's, that's it, yeah. Assessment. So, um, so I guess on behalf of everyone, let me say thank you to, to yourself and the OpenStreetMap Belgium community for, for organizing this event. Um, I guess as as someone looking from the outside, it seems like I see that OpenStreetMap Belgium is really quite active. Very, um, I mean, but, you know, hosting hosting this event, as you said, organizing State of the Map a couple of years ago, which was a great event. <coughs> but also lots of initiatives like the Mapper of the Month and kind of things like that. And maybe maybe tell us a little bit about the the Belgian community and and why is it thriving in this way? What are the lessons other communities could learn? Well, it, it, it's, it sort of started at the 2016 event, um, even though it was a bit of a bad experience for me to organize it. Um, it was, it sort of kick-started us because we had a lot of volunteers showing up and people who then joined the group and who really became part of the core group. And and I think that the the one thing that makes us work very well is because the, the core group is, is really a core group of friends, basically. But um, we do try to be very open and welcoming because I've seen OpenStreetMap communities that become a group of friends, but then are difficult to outsiders yes. of their social group. So you have to remain very open and welcoming to anyone who wants to join. And I think we balance these two things very well. Well, at least up until now, uh, we do sort of have the problem that well, as I mentioned, I've, I've been involved for a lot of, for a long time. Um, I'm getting older. I am doing other things. I think we also have a bit of an issue of involving younger, newer people, not necessarily being involved in OpenStreetMap itself, but to do the, the grunt work of running the organization. Um, so we do have, so I left the board of directors now from OpenStreetMap Belgium and we have someone new, which is for me, one of my biggest personal achievements that I'm not needed there anymore. Um, but but still, yeah, we can use uh, more uh, people, especially uh, a bit younger people, maybe. <laughs> that would be great. Yeah, this is, I think, is a challenge we uh, that will be faced, I think, in all the, you know, the kind of open stream of communities in Europe, where there was a big boom when OpenStreetMap started, let's say from you know, 2005 to 2010, 12, when, you know, it was really new and exciting and people were having the mapping parties and things like that. And 
I mean, frankly, it's a, it's a challenge to get people excited about maintenance, you know, to a large degree. Obviously, there's always new things to map, and there are always new tools and ways to do it, but it, it is a bit different. I mean, it's no longer the we're inventing something new. It's more like we're kind of fine-tuning it, refining it, and and then bringing those kind of, getting people excited about that and finding ways, to, as you say, to bring them into the community. Of course, not just doing the mapping, but, but helping organize the events, helping uh, uh, make that push online and I'll continually attracting new people. Yeah, we have, we have some people from special interest groups that then join the community, like people who are interested in nature reserves or cycling or stuff like that, but then they get very involved with OSM, but of course their main interest is that special thing. So their main interest will not become OpenStreetMap usually. So I think that's also one of the reasons that we have a lot of people involved, but not that many people willing to, to organize uh, for OpenStreetMap itself. Yeah, I, you know, for years I've thought there needs to be, and, and there have been some efforts, but I think there needs to be some sort of path or channel to involve organizations that are long-standing. I mean, the, the classic example is schools. Obviously, every many, many schools teach geography, so you have a geography teacher, and you have a continual stream of new, new students coming through, and you know who would be better to maintain their local area than the people at the school, because every year they need to you know, teach the new, new children how to about maps and geography and things like that. So it seems like a natural fit or, or scouting groups or, or things like that. But I don't know, I have seen some efforts in this direction, but not yet kind of a coherent kind of thing. But I really feel like that's kind of the next step is we need to find a way to attach to these existing communities that exist in kind of the real world, right? And, and really get them feeding people into OpenStreetMap and- yeah. And then, and then the, the, the last step, but the most difficult one is to get them so hooked on it, like, like me personally, um, to, to really become involved on a, on a higher level or on the next level. Yeah, I mean, well, the thing is with, with a community like a school or whatever, obviously we don't need every single person there to become, you know, a diehard OpenStreetMapper. But it's, you know, if every year we get whatever, 50 new students, then maybe two, three, four, five of them become the, yeah. the diehard OpenStreetMappers. And, and the rest at least, you know, kind of have the concept of what OpenStreetMap is and these things like that. So, um, yep. I don't know. Um, anyway, let's, let's get back to the conference. What, um, what, why, why the decision to hold it in Antwerp? Are you based in Antwerp or? Um... Well, I, I live not very far from Antwerp, but um, I think we, we originally um, we decided to to organize data map the last year um, at our. So OpenStreetMap Belgium also organizes a sort of state of the map Belgium together with OSGO Belgium, and then it's also Phosphor G Belgium. And at that time, we, we were talking that there is no international state of the map this year, so 2023. Right. And that's when we decided, well, let's go for it. Um, there was the idea of having a state of the map. Europe was already in our minds for a longer time to sort of have it as a recurring event even, uh, let's say every two years. And now we thought, well, this year, with there no, being no international event, is actually the perfect time to get it started and hopefully this is the first one of 
um, a series of events we can do and hopefully next time we can also involve other European local chapters. We had to be very quick in, in this year in organizing all of this, we were a bit late. Uh, but if we do it again, the idea would be to, to get together first with some local chapters over Europe and see uh, if we can collaborate. I, I think that's a great, a great effort, obviously. But I mean, one of the, one of the challenges now with, um, on the one hand, it's amazing, OpenStreetMap has become this big global project. But that also means the the state of the map conference, you know, might be on the other side of the world, you know, or and as a result, it's not always easy for people to travel there or affordable, and so we do need more local events. Um, and of course, local lo the local country events are great, but I do think there's a lot of benefit to kind of not just the country events, but getting a more international perspective where you get people from, you get the idea sharing from across different countries. You also just kind of learn about the, the problems of different countries and how they do things differently and how they, um, you know, just the challenges that they're faced with, which can be very different than your own country, so. But I, I, I sort of look at these state of the map Europe conferences as well. Some, some people in the community have been saying that the international conference has been in Europe way too many times already. Um, it probably, I mean, it probably has, although that being yeah. said, the project did start in Europe, so it's kind of yeah. understandable that the first couple of years it was in Europe. But, but I, 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 I do think that maybe the, the international state of the map should sort of move to countries that have less of a base community already. And that we have the we have the we have the resources and the means to organize something ourselves too. So maybe this could be a sort of a a, a way forward with state of the map in general. I know I I know it's not easy. I, obviously, organizing a, a big event is a, is a lot of work any anywhere for anyone. Um, but, and I know the, the State of the Met Committee got some criticism about where they put the events and whatever, but it's really hard. I mean, because to make yeah. everyone happy, I mean, yeah, first of all, you, someone has to volunteer. I mean, it's all fine and good when people are like, oh, it needs to be in Asia or whatever, or it needs to be in Latin America. But that if there's no one locally who wants to organize it, then obviously it's not going to happen, right? And then... And then wherever you go, there, there's going to be some criticism about that, uh, you know, the policies of that country, the, the visa regulations for people to travel there, the cost of traveling there. It's not easy. I mean, that's just the nature of the world we live in. So, yeah, it's very true. And will, um, but this raises a good point. I mean, one one point that is made for that we can't travel is, of course, now we can do events virtually. Um, or at the very least have videos and things like that. Will, will there be any kind of virtual aspect to State of the Map Europe? Will there be videos or anything? Well, we, we, we had to cut costs pretty aggressively at some point um, because we had some trouble organizing the conference uh, in the beginning. Um, so as, as for now, I think there will be recordings, but there will be no live streaming. Gotcha. Um, yeah, that's sort of a compromise we had to make now, but um, sponsors are still joining, um, so I'm not sure what the end result will be um, yet. Okay, well. So maybe we can still do it, but I'm, I'm not sure. I'm really not sure at this point. <clears throat> Fair enough. Sorry Fair enough. about that. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, anyone... Uh, 
as someone who organizes the GeoMob events, uh, I know people mean well when they criticize or they ask, oh, do you have this or do you have that? But like, people really underestimate how much work and effort those kind of things are. Like, and there's a huge difference between, for example, recording talks and then putting them online later and having to do them live. Okay, so, so Ben, what would you say to anyone who is on the fence about coming, about making the trip to Antwerp? Why, why would you recommend they, they come along? that you will regret not joining um, because I always do when I when I miss a state of the map I always regret it afterwards like the state of the map US um, I missed it and then uh, you read about people going there and you see all of them having fun um, and it's uh, yeah that's basically why I say don't hesitate just just come along if you've never been to a Sotom um, you don't know what you're missing um, and that's also a reason to come I think how many have you been to? A lot of them. Uh, so the first one was in 2009 something in Girona. It was All in, right. Yeah, so yeah. I remember that one because it was a bit crazy me going there and then just going straight back. I didn't see anything of the city. I just only went to the conference and nothing else. Uh, so that was well a bit, a bit silly of me to do it like that. Um, but in the meantime, I've been to, well, most years I've, I've visited at least, well, let's say one or one event, yeah, at least. We, we should also mention that your work, your, your job yes. involves OpenStreetMap. So it, yes. it's not that you're just a hobbyist to every year. Of course. Uh, yeah, and it's also one of, the, one of the things always with State of the Map. Who do we focus on? Do we focus on the community or the people working in OpenStreetMap? Or, and it's... It's always something I'm, I'm a bit on the fence about, about when do we do the event? Do we choose a weekend, weekdays? Uh, what about the ticket price? Uh, so maybe it's also relevant to mention that, that there will be uh, also opportunities to volunteer at State of the Map. So if you think that the ticket price is just too much um, for you to do it as a, as, as a hobby, uh, if you, I think if you just help a few hours uh, hosting a session, or handing out t-shirts or whatever jobs there is to do, um, you can still um, have most of the conferences for free. Excellent. That, that, that's a very good initiative. So um, great to hear that. And I hope many, I hope, first of all, I hope many people attend and, and I hope people take advantage of that. Um, what, let's talk a bit about the, the social side, about meeting the peop, everyone and, and the community. What, what kind of social events are planned? Any, can you reveal any details there? Well, we have the opening event on Friday, um, so we don't have a lot of details on that yet, unfortunately. We're still planning a bit um, what we're exactly going to do, but uh, the goal is to focus on um, less on content and more on, um, on the social side of the conference. So I think there will be an opportunity to talk or networking, as you would say, uh, and, and uh, that would be Friday. And then there will be a social event as well on Saturday um, evening. Okay. Well, uh, having having attended the event in Brussels a couple of years ago and had a great time, I'm I'm sure I have every confidence that uh, you'll find some fun stuff for us to to do. So yeah, yeah. Um, Okay. Well, um, any any final thoughts as we kind of wrap up here? Well, and I, I, I I did, and I, I believe I should mention this. So, um, and it's important. And it may sound a bit um, 
weird. Um, but the, 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 I do have to thank the people at TomTom to help us. Because um, as, at Open Street in Belgium, we, we, well, we have very little funds of, our, of ourselves. Um, so we, the, the, the way we started the conference was to first search for a big sponsor, someone that could support us because we are unable to carry the whole financial burden and the risk of it ourselves. And we found the, the people at TomTom here um, willing to help in Belgium to do that. And I want to thank them for that because they, they really, without them, the conference would never have happened. Um, and they helped me with logistics and stuff. Um, and the rest of the team as well. So it has been, it has been difficult, but now it's, it's really great um, to do it this way. Well, thank you, thank you very much to TomTom to Tom and to, to all the sponsors and to, to, to you, Ben, and all the other volunteers, of course, because it's a of lot. Of course, yeah. yeah. And as, as I said, um, we can always use more also at the conference itself. Um, there is also going to be a call for maps, so a max maps exhibition. So if people want to submit their maps, um, we will have them printed for you so you can take your printed map home as well. Um, and we will uh, exhibit them at the conference. Very cool. Those are that's always so cool to see uh, the creative and artistic stuff that people come up with. And frankly, one of the true powers of OpenStreetMap, of course, is that you know OpenStreetMap gives you the data, and then you're free to to use it and come up with creative things. So yeah, very cool. yeah. Let's hope we have a lot of uh, submissions for the maps. I look forward to seeing it. So um, what is, if people want to learn more or to get in touch, what's the best way for them to do that? Uh, I think the State of the Map website is the best way. Um, we also have a contact email address, contact.statethemap.eu for, for direct questions. Uh, but you can also reach us on Mastodon. We have a Sotom EU um, Mastodon account on the OSM Town instance. Um, and then, yeah, if people want to ask me personal questions, I think uh, I think the details will be on the website, right? Absolutely, we will get all of that in the show notes that people can can easily get in touch and and sign up, of course. Excellent. Okay, thanks very much, Ben. I look forward to um, thanking you in person over a, a nice Belgian beer in Antwerp. Excellent. Sounds really good. Bye. Yeah. Bye. Thanks for joining us today and listening to the GeoMob podcast. We hope you enjoyed the discussion. Please get in touch with us if you have any feedback or suggestions for topics we should cover. You can get the show notes over on the website, which is at thegeomob.com. While you're there, you can sign up for our monthly mailing list where we keep you informed about upcoming events. You can, of course, also follow us on Twitter where our handle is GeoMob. Thanks for listening and hope to see you at a GeoMob event soon.